Is that loud? Oh, these stupid headphones. We have to get a more professional start to the podcast. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. Um, it's a it's a podcast. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh, uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. Oh, God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. My God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. When you do stop and think about it, every shoe is a PP shoe. It's best not to think about what your shoes have been through. No. Like these shoes, I've worn them into some horrible, horrible places. And then I noticed last night I had to do a little work on one of the laces and I just, I put it on the kitchen table and that's where I chose to do my work. And I thought, wow, that concert festival porta potty just came to my kitchen table. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You may as well throw that table into the river. (sighs) I probably shouldn't have talked about that. Yeah. These shoes were on Las Vegas Boulevard. Yeah. And I don't know if you've ever been on Las Vegas Boulevard. Eh, Not something you want to eat off of. These shoes stumped a man. Um, Oh, do you want to hear something really gross? Always. Of course. That's why you come to this podcast. Somebody texted us this morning and you can text us by the way. In pod from podcast land. Sure. One zero zero two nine. Just when you text it, if we're not in that room, though, it might not make sense to the person sitting in there. So just in your text, just put something in there about, hey, this is about uh, the Garner Andrews show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Just so whoever sees it can, you know, forward it to yeah, us. Yeah, out of context, it may look weird. Yeah, and they might just hit delete. But this came in this morning. It said, hey, I'm just listening to your guys' podcast from yesterday. I had a roommate who cut his pubes into the bathroom garbage before a girl came over. No lid or anything on the garbage. Just a pile of hair. It was disgusting, but also hilarious because I didn't share that bathroom with him. The other guy was livid. Also, what if the girl had to use the washroom And looked into the garbage. Well, I guess she would now have the materials to make a fake beard so she could leave this guy's place without being noticed. I don't know. Hey, wasn't there a girl in there? I said, no, my name's Philip. I've got to go. I think about this kind of thing all the time. Just in like a movie when someone's Mm -hmm. like, they need to get out of something and they need to get rid of their gun. So they just throw it in a garbage can. It's like, you know, people can, you can still see the gun in the garbage. Yeah. It's just laying on top of the garbage. What if a toddler comes in? Hmm? Yeah. What about the toddlers? You need a PhD in hiding things. People are terrible about getting rid of things in real life as judging by this text message and also in movies, like you say. It's just a lack of, uh, you're not looking down the road far enough. No. You're looking, uh, you know, you're doing your your trimming, whatever it is, your mm-hmm. personal grooming, but you're not looking far enough down the road to when that girl does need to use that bathroom, and then she's staring in your basket and like, oh my God. <laughs> and then she's like, I need to get out of here. And like I said, problem solved. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm still a bit of a novice when it comes to... Kijiji, Facebook Marketplace, anything like that. I don't buy much stuff off there, and I certainly don't sell much on there. No. But it seems like it, it's a recipe for awkward encounters. Oh, it's a recipe for a, you know, a three-alarm beatdown in a parking lot. It's a recipe for a lot of things you don't want. But every now and again, you just, you just, everything comes up you. 
Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. It's a sunshine and lollipops edition of the Garner Andrews Show. A show where dreams come true and memories are made. So are friendships. Like, listen to this one. Uh, Kijiji Power Move. My husband and his friend went to pick up a used dishwasher from Kijiji. When they were in the guy's garage checking out the dishwasher and making the deal, the seller said... I'll throw in an ice-cold beer if you take the dishwasher. So my husband and his friend stayed for a beer with this guy in his garage and then came home with the dishwasher. He never talked to that guy again, but it makes for a good story. Mallory. So you can make friends on Kijiji. Like, sometimes you get murdered, but most of the time you make some friends. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Bryce, I told the story of my Kijiji power move the other day. Went to buy a guitar off the guy. When I was there, I'm like, hey, throw in that golf club. We got a deal. So I left with a golf club and a guitar. Pretty cool, right? Yeah, well, it's two clubs, right? Yeah. Two wedges. Mm-hmm, but I just, I focus on the 56 degree. Oh, your uh, short game is going to be so good. The 60 degree, that's too many degrees. So... Uh, we just started talking about your Kijiji power move. Somebody said, I can't find the text right now, but they bought a trampoline off of Kijiji back in May. And when they were in the seller's yard, they noticed a pile of like patio bricks and said, throw those bricks in, you got a deal. So they left with a trampoline and a bunch of bricks. So that would have been fun for that day on the trampoline with the kids and the bricks. <laughs> Dangerous, but exciting. Uh, this one. I bought a battery from a guy on Kijiji once, ended up doing a tune-up on his lawnmower and helping him finish drywall his basement. Never even learned his first name or talked to him again. He just seemed to be really struggling with the tasks when I got there, so I offered to help. I still paid for the battery and left with a simple handshake and a, you're welcome. Maybe he paid it forward. Who knows? Clifton. Wow. My favorite part about that is that he never even learned the guy's first name. He helped put a drywall, drywall in a basement he'll fix his lawnmower yeah and never even learn the guy's name like how many days were you there for clifton like this is spectacular this is clip the world needs more clifton's we should start a new feature too good people doing good things i wonder you know? if that guy then turned around and was bragging to everyone else in the house he's like fix the mower got that drywall up and i uh turned a profit on that battery i was selling got that battery for four dollars sold it for 90 Uh, Yeah, so way to go, Clifton. I like these kinds of stories. They feel good. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. And then somebody else said, I was walking my dog a few years ago. I saw a guy struggling pouring his garage pad. He obviously didn't have enough people to help him move all the concrete. So I stopped, tied up my dog, spent about two hours manning a wheelbarrow and a shovel moving concrete around, getting it into place. Then I grabbed a beer out of his cooler, untied my dog, and had a beverage on my walk home. Do you think the guy in his yard where you helped him, do you ever think he sits around now and goes, who was that mysterious concrete laborer? Do you think he ever thinks about you? That's an awesome story. Keep doing stuff like that. That's good. You're listening to the Garner Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Did you have any idea that there was uh, a hide-and-seek club in Edmonton? Did you know that? Sonic. (laughs) What's your name? My name is Taylor. How are you? Good. Taylor, I thought that a hide-and-seek club was just a thing in an episode of Portlandia. 
I'm a little young for Portlandia, I think. Yeah. Well, how old are you? 25. 25. And you go to U of A? I do, yes. And Yeah, I'm uh, taking a classical history degree. And there's an actual University of Alberta hide-and-seek club? Yes, we... Yeah, we are exactly what we sound like. Every week we play hide-and-seek in a different building on campus. And it's just, it's exactly that. We love games like that. Is this sanctioned by the university, or is this sort of an underground thing? It is sanctioned, but we have to fight pretty hard for our sanctioning. Do you have team uniforms? We'd like to get some. We've got a little bit in the way of merchandise. Back in the day when the club had money, we used to have... uh, you know, branded jackets and whatnot, but not these days. Are there different teams? So we have one, like there's the big, the, the club, and then we normally get like 20, right, these days, but, you know, 20, 20, 20, 25 people per, really that's just about it. We don't really have teams okay. per se. Yeah, I guess it's a, it's an individual sport. It is. You know, it's nice because the, the entire goal of the club is, you show up and then you run away and hide from people. So if you don't really feel up like uh, feel up to talking, it's nice and solo. It's the ultimate sport for antisocial for people who just don't like people. Exactly, it's great. You get out, meet people, chat for like five minutes, and if it doesn't work out, you just run and hide from them. Where are you hiding? Like what kinds of places? Oh, we've been known to hide in garbage cans. We've been known to hide in lockers, very small enclosed spaces. You know, like there's a surprising amount of like weird cupboards and like things that open up in the U of A that you wouldn't expect. So anything that's small and cramped. What's the longest you've hidden for? Like, have you ever gone so long that when they find you, you've got like a father time beard and... Oh, God, I, I have felt the weight of ages pressed down upon my soul. Um, I personally, I quite like hiding in garbage cans where nobody can see me, and I like to stick my phone out of it, out of the garbage can, you know, raise my hands a little bit, like a submarine periscope. Yeah. Take a video and just see who's around. So, Taylor, when does, uh, when does the club fire up again, or has it been going all summer? We've not really been going too much in the summer. We'll be fired up again probably the second or third week of September. Okay. Are you looking for new members, new players? Yes, we absolutely are. We're always looking for new members, new players, people to come hang out and have fun. Okay. Where where can we find you? And don't say in a garbage can or a closet. Uh, the We have a Facebook page, and then we've also got a website just University of Alberta Hide and Seek Club. Man, if I was more flexible, I would want to play hide and seek. But Taylor, all the best to you. Thank you so much, Garner. Thanks for giving us a little bit of a voice. Okay, you're welcome. You know what would be funny? To uh, find sponsorship for the hide and seek club, for Taylor's hide and seek club. But, you know, Mr. Safety Shoe or like one of these safety workwear places and you supply them with uniforms, but they're like blaze orange vests. And hard hats? Would that be funny? It's like, no, hey, if you want the sponsorship, you got to wear our gear. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Hello. Um, that whole hide-and-seek stuff. Have you ever heard of uh, a group called Manhunt? No. Man, it used to be really big about 10, 12 years ago. 
Um, basically, everyone would show up somewhere in the city. They would uh, arbitrarily ahead of time, you know, a day and a half ahead of time, say, these are the boundaries. Everyone shows up with one of those wristbands or an armband, a brightly colored armband. And uh, one person would then become the hunter. If they tagged you, then you became a hunter as well. And it's a big old game of hide-and-seek out in the world. Um, one of the best ones that they had was Christmas Eve at West Edmonton Mall. Christmas Eve? But how long does a game of manhunt go for? Usually it's about four hours. Uh, they, they would have a certified end, uh, end time, so if you're not caught by this time, you're a winner. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, it's not like we're going on for 10, 12 hours, but... They always like you know four uh, four till eight o'clock or something like that. Or uh, usually it ends. You know starts at uh, on a Wednesday night at like seven o'clock, seven till ten or something like that. And you know usually it's like a three or four block uh, um, radius. Well, if they're not doing that anymore, I hope that somebody hears this and goes, "Let's start doing that again." And they organize. Yeah, right. It's stuff like this, like organized adult hide and seek, organized adult manhunt that I go, damn, I'm so glad our grandparents went to war. <laughs> you know what? That's uh, very true. Very, very true. <laughs> uh, we played we play dodgeball, hide and seek, manhunt. What else? Freeze tag. That'd be fun. Organized freeze tag. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Yesterday on the show, the past couple of days, everybody's been sharing eh, strange roommate stories. Not all roommates are bad. No, I've been very fortunate. I've only ever had like two people I've really lived with. And it's funny because I forgot about that guy. We were talking about him in the podcast yesterday. Your roommate who, he was down in California, ended up on The Price is Right and won both showcases. Yeah, this was after we were roommates. Uh, but we lived together for a brief period. And yeah, he won the showcase showdown. On prices, right? On the prices, right? What did he get? Like a saxophone and a grandfather clock? No, I think he got something pretty good. Hmm. Oh, did he win a car? He didn't take the car. I think he took the cash value of everything. But he, he was a normal guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, he was a town councilor in Fort McMurray. Now he lives in Saudi Arabia. What? He's doing way better than you, Bryce. He's like weekending in the Maldives. Oh. It's, uh, it's I upsetting. Never, I never really had any truly bad roommates. No. Like, I had roommates with some strange habits, but they were good people. Like, you you could trust them. There's Some of the ones that have come in are just haunting. The, I'm oh. still thinking about the person who texted yesterday and said that they had a roommate who slept one hour a day. Yes. And then otherwise would just sit in the living room all day. The living room would always be occupied. That would make me crazy. I would go nuts. Who can function on one hour of sleep a day? Could, yeah, for that, they must be weird because they're completely uh, the one, stressed out. The one that I was thinking about driving to work was the um, person who said, oh, the here it is. I was living in a place with a few roommates. One roommate had a mannequin in her room. I noticed that my matching bra and panty sets were disappearing. Normally, I respect people's privacy, but in this instance, I go snooping. Well, there it was. The mannequin wearing one of my Victoria's Secret sets. And I found the rest, along with more of my belongings, stashed in her dresser. Just effing weird. And I wrote back and I said, did you confront her? And this person said, absolutely. And then she did a midnight move and stole a ton of our stuff. But they did, the cops did return their stuff a couple of weeks later. And I asked the question, when the police return your stolen underwear, do you really want that underwear back? No, I think it immediately hits a trap. You just don't want them to have it. 
Exactly. Yeah, that's what it's like when your car gets stolen and they bring it back three weeks later. Do you really want that car back? No, you know, well, same pl- thing. Please may as well just throw it in the garbage. Yeah, but yeah, it's weird. I can only imagine what goes through your head when you're missing underwear. You go into your roommate's room and there it is on a mannequin in their room. When you are interviewing new roommates, like when you put that ad out looking for a roommate, the first question should be, do you have a mannequin? Because you don't want that in your home. It's weird. Yeah, Especially I'm, it casts a weird silhouette at night. I would imagine the first person they interviewed for a roommate position after that mm-hmm. got a lot of weird, very specific questions. Yeah. Do you own a mannequin? You're listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Okay. This text message, this is, well... It just says, gross roommate. He was gone for the weekend, told me I could steal his PlayStation while he was gone, went into his room to grab it. There was a weird pile in the middle of his room with a blanket on top. I'm a klutz, so I accidentally kicked the corner of the blanket and a chicken wing bone fell out. I moved the blanket aside and there was a huge pile about three feet long, a foot and a half wide, maybe two feet tall of food remnants. Takeout containers with half-eaten burgers, wing bones, and moldy Tim Hortons cups. And then there's the barfy emoji. Very specific measurements, too. Like three feet long, two and a half feet wide, two feet tall. I like the fact, too, he laid a blanket over top of them. Like, uh, you know, covering up a dead body. Maybe you wouldn't notice that when he was out of town. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast enjoy old candy in a jar that's unlabeled. Mmm, mystery candy.